Your brain needs support. And new Ollie Brainy Chews are a delightful way to take care of your cognitive health. Made with scientifically backed ingredients like Thai ginger, L-theanine, and caffeine. Brainy Chews support healthy brain function and help you find your focus. Stay chill or get energized. Be kind to your mind and get these nootropic chews at ollie.com. That's O-L-L-Y dot com. These statements have not been evaluated by the Food and Drug Administration. This product is not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease. Hello and welcome to the program, UFO Warning. In this episode, we're looking at the Black Knight Satellite. That's correct. The Black Knight Satellite. I found this article from outtheregroup.net by... Ian Liston-Smith, Echoes, Aliens, and the Black Knight. It says it's updated November 29th, 2021. It starts out, it says, Is there a mysterious alien craft orbiting the Earth? A craft that's kept watch over our development for the past 13,000 years. Did Nikola Tesla detect its strange repeating signals in 1899? What role did European physicists play in recording evidence of this enigmatic object in the 1920s? Here is a convoluted story of the Black Knight satellite. Well, he's got that correct. This is really a complicated, and yes, I would say somewhat convoluted story, this supposed Black Knight satellite. It says, if you search the term for the Black Knight satellite, you'll find a mass of really weird and wonderful claims, assertions, beliefs, photos, and videos. But where did this ominous name come from? Well, it seems the origin of of it is part of the enigma. It's part of the Enigma, and with such a charismatic title, it's no wonder the narrative has run and run, although it appears this object was unnamed prior to 1998. Now, I have to tell you, when I search for Black Knight Satellite, I end up with page after page after page of debunking articles before I come across uh, something like this, which seems to at least approach the topic sensibly. It says, a British rocket called the Black Knight was used in conjunction with the Blue Streak Missile Warhead Development Program between 1958 and 1965 to test re-entry vehicles. A Black Knight satellite launcher project announced in 1964 was considered a priority by the British Ministry of Aviation. The program never put anything into orbit, and it's unrelated to the Black Knight satellite legend. This is in the background, however, what is not known as the black, what is now known as the Black Knight satellite, has been spotted, tracked, lost, found again, and destroyed or not, in this fascinating mix of conspiracy, weird science, alien civilization, and astronomy. The author says, I first heard of this object in 1974 when my physics teacher brought in a copy of either Analog or Spaceflight magazine. It contained an article, Space Probe from Epsilon Buddhist, written by Duncan Lunan. In it, he described a theory suggested by Professor Bracewell in 1960 that an efficient means of initiating contact between intelligent civilizations would be to send out unmanned messenger probes to the stars, likely to have planets where intelligent life might evolve. Well, of course, you can see that's exactly what we've done in the years since. It says such a probe would orbit in the destination would orbit in the destination system, listening for artificial radio signals. The most effective test for discovering intelligence would be to echo back any signals it received from the target planet. If an intelligent response came from the planet, the probe would begin an information exchange, leading eventually to direct radio contact between the two civilizations at a high level of understanding. Should we be surprised, wrote Bracewell, if the beginning of its message were a TV image of a constellation 
of the probe's origin. Is that exactly what ac- what accidentally occurred? Discovered? Is that exactly what was accidentally discovered nearly 100 years ago? Then it says in the 1920s, research into radio waves and to how they propagate around the world was in full swing. Reliable and powerful radio transmitters started connecting nations and continents via wireless telegraph, telephone, and news entertainment radio stations. It was important to fully understand what influenced the reliability of these transmissions. To this end, the Phillips station, PCJG, in Edenhoven, Holland, was transmitting experimental pulses. When conditions are just right, a radio signal can propagate or echo right around the world. This takes about one-seventh of a second. Any subsequent circumnavigations begin being too weak to be detected. And, you know, we know this from just listening to AM radio late at night. When the weather's just right, sometimes you can pick up a station from, you know, halfway across the country. It says, however, during these experiments, occasional echoes of between 3 and 15 and even 30 seconds were measured by, by engineer Jorgen House in Oslo, Finland, about 600 miles away from the PCJJ Edenhoven transmitter. These astonishing echoes, later to be known as long-delayed echoes, or LDEs, were almost as strong as the originating direct pulses. Physicist Balthasar van der Poel helped Hulls and Professor Carl Stormer investigate the echoes, but due to their erratic quality and variations in time delay, they did not find a suitable explanation. They eventually assumed some natural cause, possibly ionized gas or plasma out in space. Nevertheless, they noted the timings of the echoes, and this data was published in Nature December 1928. This research was located and analyzed by Duncan Lunin in 1972. Lunin reported these pulses on an XY graph and concluded they were from a star map of the Buddhist constellation with the stars Epsilon, Buddhas, and the position it would have appeared from Earth 13,000 years ago. So here we have these radio signals that were heard back in 1928, recorded, and now, you know, uh, what, uh, 35 years later, they're coming along, and they're taking a look at those signals, plotting them out on the map, and they correlate, he says, to a star map from 13,000 years ago. He decided on, he decided an alien probe must be responsible for storing them, returning the PCJJ pulses, inserting the calculated delays, thus confirming Bracewell's prediction that initial images from such a probe might be a map of its origin, and thus the Black Knight story was born. Unfortunately, this important aspect of the narrative was spoiled once Lunan bravely withdrew his original Epsilon Buddhist theory. In 1976, when he located more accurate data from the 1920s experiments, this led him to reassess his interpretation where he ruled out most of the star map translations. However, in 1998, he reinterpreted part of them. In subsequent years, his retraction has been almost universally ignored. Lunan has also distanced himself from the Black Knight's theory, although he never coined the phrase in the first place. Well, you know, we see this a lot with scientists when they step out a little too far uh, into the UFO phenomena. Frequently, they have this moment, it seems like, where the facts just hit them in the face and they have to say, yeah, yeah, there's something here. But then once I think the pressure from their scientific community begins to be applied to them, a lot of times they step back and they do make these retractions or withdrawals. And he quotes uh, from Mr. S- step forward, Mr. Tesla, like all 
understood last century scientific mysteries, Nikola Tesla puts in an appearance in this one too. He wrote in 1900 that in that in the previous year he had heard repeating signals in his laboratory at Pikes Peak. Notable changes occurred at a fixed time, and the analogy among the changes in numbers was so clear that I could not provide any plausible explanation. Only after a while it came to me that the op- that the observed interference may occur as a result of conscious activities. People, we got the message from an unknown and distant planet, and it sounded one, two, three. It is widely reported that Tesla, what Tesla heard might have been a pulsar, although this is unlikely as they were only officially detected in 1968 using complex and sensitive equipment of a type Tesla couldn't have imagined. I suspect that what he heard were whistlers caused by lightning, which were both puzzling and annoying to early telephone engineers. However, despite what has been published, this is a retrospectively connected reference to Tesla who never mentioned a satellite, although later he suggested the signals might be detected that he detected may have come from Mars. These are three recordings of the sounds he might have heard. He might have thought came from space, and then they have some links here at this site, uh, theoutgroup.net, that you can listen to. It, then he goes on and says, more appearances. The Black Knight satellites made the odd appearance in the past few decades. In 1954, UFO researcher Donald Kehoe, now, he, he, there's a, the old uh, newsreel uh, floating around, Donald Kehoe talking about UFOs. He was a famous UFO investigator. Told US, various U.S. papers, <clears throat> the U.S. Air Force, had announced that two satellites were found to be orbiting the Earth at a time when no nation yet had the ability to launch them. Skeptics have noted that Keel had been promoting his UFO book at the time, and the news stories were not intended to be taken seriously. In 1957, there was a widely circulated story that a mysterious unknown satellite was detected in polar orbit, shadowing the first artificial satellite the Soviet Sputnik 1. This was an odd claim since Sputnik 1 was not in a polar orbit. The technology for such orbits was not possible until 1960. Then in in February 1960, Time Magazine reported that the U.S. Navy had detected a dark object tumbling in a highly eccentric orbit. A follow-up article from the U.S. Department of Defense confirmed that the object was the remains of an Air Force Discovery 8 satellite that had gone astray. This was a spy satellite the details of which were kept deliberately vague. Well, this is a problem. When the deep state is engaging in this kind of secrecy, then we don't know uh, really what's going on. And if anybody speculates about something, they're simply labeled as conspiracy theorists. No high-profile UFO story is complete without, without the claim involvement of some senior military official to lend credibility. In the case of the Black Knight, U.S. Air Force pilot and Project Mercury astronaut Gordon Cooper is our man. Cooper announced seeing many UFOs throughout his career. So when it was claimed that he saw green lights belonging to the Black Light during his, the Black Knight during his 1963 Mercury 9 mission into Earth orbit with ground controller radar also allegedly picking up something inexplicable, it is often believed to be true. This is despite some versions of the story having NASA brush this off as an hallucination caused by a minor malfunction of his breathing apparatus. Now, according to NASA, as I understand it, they said there was a problem in the capsule that uh, Mr. Cooper had too much uh, carbon dioxide in his system, and that as a result, he had this hallucination. That seems like an awful lot of work to go to to construct, to construct that story. Why not just say he was mistaken? But, you know, Cooper was, a, you know, a respected astronaut. 
However, Cooper produced transcripts of his mission showing that during the Mercury flight, he reported nothing unusual and neither was there evidence of the inexplicable radar and neither was there evidence of the inexplicable radar tracked object. Then it says the Black Knight photo at last. And this is one that came out here, I think what a couple years ago. The Black Knight narrative received a massive uplift in 1998 when NASA photos emerged or were leaked, according to the conspiracy of a large dark object in the low Earth orbit. They were taking during the STS-88, which was the first Endeavour space shuttle mission to the International Space Station. And then it has a picture of this object here that, you know, from a distance does kind of look like it could be some sort of satellite, spacecraft, whatever. A quick internet search will reveal that the object was a trunnion pin cover accidentally released during extravehicular activity while the, ice, while the ISS was being constructed. Once captured on camera, NASA gave this black form the object number 025570, and a few days later, it fell from orbit and burned up. Far from being an extraterrestrial object, the black item floating in space was nothing more than a type of protective blanket. The name Black Knight appeared around the time these photographs were released. And if you look at it, you can see that I think, I think that's probably correct. You know, that the pictures of these things can kind of play tricks on you. And this does look like, given the, given the angle, that this probably was some kind of a some kind of a protective blanket, just like they said that came off the that came off the craft. It says targeted by the Illuminati. Surely this whole story is already sufficiently bizarre, but no, there's more. Apparently the enigmatic Black Knight was shot down on sixteenth of March two thousand seventeen by a secret by a secret Illuminati warplane using an antimatter warhead, according to those behind the YouTube channel Security Team Ten. And then it says uh, there's an unconvincing video, right? That looks like a meteor coming into me. And then uh, he goes on, he says, the genuine bit, it's sometime reported that these long-delayed echoes are no longer observed, but that's not the case. They are still occasionally reported by radio users, particularly radio amateurs, but the radio bands are now very congested. So if or when these echoes occur, they are simply not noticed. Occasionally, recordings are made, and there has been much academic research into the cause of LDEs, but still no firm theory. However, there are about five possible explanations currently under consideration, none of them requiring an alien probe, and the most likely involve reflections from the Earth's magnetosphere and or clouds or plasma near the Earth or Moon. This was suggested by at least one of the original experiments, experimenters in the 1920s. Despite the research, LDEs were always considered a fringe subject, rather like ball lightning due to their lack of repeatability and unpredictable, and unpredictable behavior that continued to be occasionally reported Nevertheless, at least the phenomenon is being taken seriously by science, albeit a bit late in the day. Well, and then he goes on, he finishes up, he says, While researching the Black Knight theme, I found numerous questionable or unsourced internet factoids, which I have admitted. And then he says, I think the Black Knight satellite, satellite legend is perfectly assessed by the Senior Education Support Officer Martin Rindoth of, of Armagh Planetarium in Northern Ireland. The Black Knight is a jumble of completely unrelated stories, reports of unusual science observations, authors promoting fringe ideas, classified, classified satellites, and people over-interpreting photos. These ingredients have been chopped up, stirred together, and stewed on the Internet to one rambling, inconsistent dollop of myth, blah, blah, blah. Well, the concept of having a satellite from 13,000 years ago circling the planet uh, attempting to communicate with us, possibly listening to us, is interesting. But it's my understanding that anything in that close of an orbit 
eventually gravity pulls it down. And I have to wonder how could it have maintained that orbit for 13,000 years, number one. And number two, uh, wouldn't we, wouldn't somebody have been able to, to, to have, have tracked it by now? Of course, maybe, maybe it's able to camouflage itself in, camouflage itself somehow to prevent it from being seen. I don't know, but the idea of it's interesting. I think that there's uh, idea of any of these, if any of these off-world visitors is, is, is interesting, and that's the Black Knight still out there supposedly, still listening, still sending signals. Until next time, this is UFO Warning, over and out.